The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the end of the year, it's Geek Show Podcast. And now a message from the desk of Panda Baba. <laughs> I never said I was Aqualish. Oh I God. said I was Aqual-ish. We also... <laughs> We also knew that Panda Baba was back on Coruscant after we saw the takeout containers from Dex's diner on his Sheev social video today on Geek Show. showpodcast.com Now we're back. Wow. I got distracted. All right. I'm a professional. All right. In this yes, thing. you are. Uh, he is a professional. He's quad T, too tall, Tony. <laughs> I like to say I am, at least. <laughs> uh, check me out on Twitter, at quad T, Tony, or on the Gadget Spot podcast. All right. Uh, Jay Whitaker, everybody. Hi. Hey. How you doing? What's up, man? You, um, I'm I'm feeling great. I got me a haircut. Uh, oh, good. looking sharp. Just, I appreciate it, and I, I I'm feeling good, excited. I just wanted to cut my 2022 hair and head into 2023 and try and grow something. And uh, there's more shows. Holy crap! I got a lot of shows coming up, uh, and I'm feeling good. Check out my podcast. Glad you made it, podcast. Our most recent episode has Roy Wood Jr. I still can't believe that. I I still cannot believe I got that. Uh, got him to come through, but check that out. And then we got a great new episode, New Year's Eve episode coming through. So, uh, are you guys like post podcast friends? Like, are you like texting Roywood Jr. all the time? I've here's here's like, I've I've been in text contact with him for a while now. So. Oh, so you're like already BFFs with him? <laughs> yeah, I won't say BFFs, but you know he's on your way though. He's, he's the OG homie. That's that's a good. I've known him for years, so he's a good dude. <laughs> She's curious about the relationship you have with Roy Wood Jr. She's Rebecca Frost. Uh, yeah, you got to know this about me. I'm nosy. Um, <laughs> I'm nosy, but I'm also respectful. So I'm not just going to I'm not just going to go poking around asking um, interrogation questions um, unless you give me the go ahead at you gross Rebecca on Twitter <laughs> and Instagram, I guess. I guess. You're fun to text. You're fun to text. Uh, when I'm watching Extraction. Extraction. <laughs> Lee George Cade, everybody. Did you know there's really people in Tasmania? No, yeah, there's just dude. devils. No, no, no. Let me tell you. There really are people in Tasmania. And did you know when you're watching The Boys and you're thinking to yourself, boy, Carl Urban, there's no way people drop the C word that much. You know what? You're wrong, Lee. People in Tasmania drop the C word that much. <laughs> oh, so you've you know never how... been to Australia. And so you know how you find this out when you guest on a Star Citizen podcast featuring people from Tasmania and Lee George Cade. It's oh. an interesting time because What's I'm the minding time my... Difference? Well, let's just say we did the show at five o'clock yesterday and it was already New Year's Eve and they were drinking. So I kept saying, what's the future like? And they kept saying, <laughs> oh, it's not funny, Seawood. And so I would, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's informative. And uh, let's just say I was quiet because I didn't know quite what to say. I was over my head. But I'll I'll drop the deets when it drops because it's an amazing listen. <laughs> I love All it. Right. Uh, he really should put some pants on. He's Shannon Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Uh, um, discovered the secret of time, time travel. And, uh, I pretty much went to bed after uh, we recorded the podcast last week mm -hmm. and slept for 19 hours after. Mm. And then I was sleeping 16 to 19 hours a day. <laughs> and then on Wednesday, I was like, I'm going to nut up and go do my pod, uh, my uh, pub quiz. And, uh, I just couldn't hang, right? So I called the car to go home. And I swear to God, you guys, Colin Robinson picked me up. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. He sounded just like him, looked like him. <laughs> and I'm just barely, like, I'm like almost passing out anyway. So he got that much energy out of you. Wow. 
No, I was already done. Like, he could have killed me. Yeah. But it was, <laughs> and it was like, he's like, so, I hear you're trying to do some breathing exercises. You know those don't work. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he's like, what you need to get is some nice, uh, uh, you know, inhalers and stuff. And I use this one. And I've used this one. And I've used this one. And I've used this one. Oh, my gosh. Will you please just shut the fuck up? Like, I was ready just to, like, he had a ponytail. I was ready just to, if I would have had the fucking energy, I would have grabbed his ponytail and just choked him to death and All died right. in that fucking Uber. Okay. Uh, let's uh, let's move on then, shall we? Oh, but our not, host! Yeah, not without our host. Carrie Jackson. Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com, starting on Tuesday. <laughs> Action Jackson, Carrie Jackson, Flaxen, Waxen, Taxen, Maxen. Do you remember, do you remember <laughs> the uh, do you remember the Showtime original series, Not Without My Daughter, starring Valerie Bertinelli in the yes. early 80s, Carrie? Yes. So we're going to do our own version called Not Without Our Host. We'll be with you. <laughs> oh, good. I look forward to that. Yes. Uh, let's see. Um Let's uh, let's begin. This is the most. Uh... You okay over there, Darth? <laughs> you know, Shannon, if you just want to turn your mic off and then jump in when you, when you got something, it'd be okay. <laughs> because with no picture, I have no concept of what's happening. It sounds like <laughs> it's just anyway. All right. Uh, not much. This is the most prepared show that we're ever going to have. I think uh, not Yay. much happened this week. Be honest. Uh, Trevor, Trevor points out that 2023 is the year of Zardoz, and I was going to bring this up. That means everyone has to start wearing that red outfit. Uh, What's start? the Zardoz? Zar start? <laughs> just, just Google image Zardoz and uh, uh, Sean Connery. And Zardoz see, is the movie Sean Connery uh, made when he found out that he should have played Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he was oh. desperate to get that sci-fi money. I've yeah. seen this picture. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I've seen this picture. I don't like there's it. There's a Never. there's a giant stone head that floats around and talks about how uh, penises are the guns that shoot the seeds of entropy. And yeah, it's where's it's, the I'll, lie? Where's the lie? I was gonna say. I mean, it's, um, it sounds accurate to me. Yes. I own I own two copies of it. Oh, of good. Course. Oh. <laughs> All right, Saturday matinee someday. All right, it's we'll an amazing that. trash fire of a movie. All right, uh, but yeah, I don't have much in the way of news. Nothing much happened this week, so we're going to talk about what happened in this past year and uh, some other stuff. Uh, just a couple of quick things: um, Avatar Two, Way of the Water, making the monies, crossed the one billion dollar mark at the global box office in just fourteen days. Man, Mike's been busy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's a que here's a question though. Um, I so. <laughs> This movie made a lot of money. Whatever. Yeah. Good for it. Um, I have not heard literally anybody talk about it. Whereas I have seen nothing but 8 billion Benoit Blanc memes. <laughs> yeah. So would you consider Glass Onion more successful than Avatar? With, with the age group that watched it, yes. Because I do know people that watched Avatar too, and they're all 70. Really? I'm not 70. Yeah, no, like like my parents think the Avatar <laughs> franchise is the greatest thing in the world, and they've seen it several times, and yet, so you know, they don't make memes because they're old. See, and I, I thought There's no was... minions. If there's if there was minions in the Avatar Well, they just verse. borrow those from that one young kid they keep in the basement that makes all their <laughs> minions memes for them. Hey, minion, minion, make me some memes. <laughs> do, minion, do, minion. A, do a one where it farts and they all laugh. Ha, I'm going to go watch Avatar again. <laughs> Uh, this is the only the sixth film to achieve that milestone in its first two weeks of release. The first to do since Spider-Man No Way Home, which was released in December 2021. Um, it's it's just all the money. Just give it all the money. And even then, the Disney stock is still not doing well. <laughs> I know. I lost 14 cents this week. You did. Mm -hmm. Oh, my, oh my God. Are you going to be okay? No. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, no. I'd, I had to get into oh, weed no. stocks with Snoop Dogg and Martha. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're rolling in it. Yeah. I made $2.50 on weed stocks this week, but or Disney. You're, mm. you're rolling it? Rolling, rolling in it. it. Something like that. <laughs> rolling. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, and then there's uh, this. Uh, on Stan Lee's uh, birthday, because he dayed, um, 
Marvel <laughs> Marvel rolled out this lame ass quickly put together trailer for a Stan oh. Lee documentary that's coming yeah. in uh, 2023. Uh, uh, they, they didn't even say when it's just in, in 2023. That's all you need to know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a good <laughs> okay. trailer either. No. So 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 children, when we say hey, back in our day, this is what we had to look forward to. This is what we're talking about right here. Yeah, that's <laughs> Thor and the Hulk there. Okay, I like that's his what we jeans. Had. <laughs> I like the Hulk's jeans. Those are his <laughs> rand spanking new jeans right his there. Jorts. I like his jorts. <laughs> he went to buckle. Like. <laughs> he went. He went. They 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 drove Lou by Shopco, and he picked up a pair of his by her jeans, <laughs> and because uh, they had that elastic waist. This is yeah. Oh man, genius! Go back and watch those. They're not good. Uh, <laughs> this this I one's great. We have a lot of... <laughs> the Trial of the Incredible Hulk is my favorite because when when uh, David Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk on the jury stand, and he flips out and like rips the pulpit apart. Uh, the jury pulpit, whatever it is, uh, you can actually see pieces of spaghetti flying out of it because they awesome. had to they had to have filler to make it explode better. It's mm -hmm. bonkers. Oh, and that's the one really spaghetti western. And that's the one where we got uh, Daredevil. He was uh, Daredevil was representing uh, Bruce Banner. City boy. So uh, uh, Jeff Jeff Vice used to say uh, blind wicker basket man. Yeah, yeah blind wicker basket head. Uh, <laughs> Rex, Rex Harrison, the street hawk himself. <laughs> Carrie, I don't even have time to watch all the good shows right now. I know. Now. I don't have time oh, to go all and watch these, bad shows. These were the good shows. <laughs> <laughs> we had, uh, and don't forget, this also had John Rice Davies playing Kingpin. Yes, yes. Okay, and at I'll times, watch this episode. At times, he sobered up enough to go, "What?" <laughs> and and in the death of the Incredible Hulk, didn't he die from falling out of a helicopter and landing on his yeah, back? I, oh yeah. my God! Well, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> he that's landed like, on his back. That's what they so use now. Yeah, I was, waiting for, I was waiting for a snake to come at him. Because uh, yeah, that's the trigger they use now to make Bruce Banner turn into a Hulk is throw him out of a helicopter. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, it's just they were just so they were just so bad. So that's why I don't like when people complain about current comic nope. book. Uh, nope. hero movies all right uh well that's the news that's all the news that i have um, that's that's folks Tune in but, next week. <laughs> yeah, see, you, see you bye <laughs> rebecca what i've got i've got um a hypothetical conversation topic okay to okay I mean, my hypothetical everyone stick around we are going to do our what we thought was best of the year uh, no this up. is just filler so, i'm just I, the opening that's act, fine okay that's fine um this is from a game called Hypotheticals, uh, which is just like a card game of like hy of hypothetical scenarios. Um, okay. And it might be a little outdated because of the references. But for whatever reason, two unauthorized movies are made about your life. The first is an independently released documentary, primarily comprised of interviews with people who know you and bootleg footage from your actual life. Critics are describing the documentary as brutally honest and relentlessly fair. Meanwhile, Columbia TriStar has produced a big-budget biopic of your life, casting major Hollywood stars as you and all of your acquaintances. Though the movie is based on actual events, screenwriters have taken some liberties with the facts. Critics are split on the artistic merits of this fictionalized account, but audiences love it. Which of these two films do you see? Which of my own I life? See? Of yeah. your own life. Which one, one costs me money? <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're saying you'd go see Whatever the documentary because the documentary was probably the, the filmmakers would let you in. Okay, because there we go. They, that's <laughs> do, I have the, do I have the rights to this movie? Do, is, do I own my own intellectual property? Yeah, that was going to be my question too, was how, yeah. which one pays me more? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I think you're overthinking say? it. Uh. Yeah, I have a tendency to do that. So, okay, so we basically, so we have a choice between like, so... Blockbuster movie or documentary? Yeah, Let me... you have you have your choice between the documentary, which is more factual and sincere, um, or you have the big budget biopic that stars Hollywood celebrities and takes some liberties with the hmm. aspects of your life. Okay, so in in the spirit of overthinking things, uh, I would quickly and easily choose the big budget one because I was there for the original story. I know what happened. I want to see what they make up about me. And they're done. But that. you don't. Yeah. You don't want to know how people would tell your story. Uh, oh, so I can't. It's not which one I can see first. It's which one I can see and which one I can never see. 
I don't I don't know because listen, here's my answer. My <laughs> answer right. is see the the bio the big budget one first because yeah. if it's successful enough, they'll release the documentary anyway. Yeah, there you go. Yo. That's a good one too. Hmm. Hmm. So, all right. Can I know where to go? <laughs> yeah, See? like, okay. Because, all right, so I've had a company uh, edit my story and tell it a way that I didn't not like, but I still collect a check for that. I won't mention that company, but you know what it is. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I will definitely take the documentary uh, because I do believe in being able to tell uh, my story properly, and especially uh, how Hollywood does black actors in general and black people, I definitely want to be able to tell my own story properly. Mm. Just uh, that documentary, I, I got a lot of shit, and so it'd be more willing, it'd be more terrifying for me to put that out there and and let people see it. So mm. part of me is just like, nah, just get Edris Elba to just, you know, uh, just make up some <laughs> some some candid corny shit. So it's, it, I'm I'm half split, but the the uh, the the black man in me wants a documentary because I want to be truly represented because you know how Hollywood fucks us. And All right. So yeah. Okay. Uh, who's next? Lee. I I do want the the major Hollywood movie, but I want it completely based off of true facts. But well, I want it though. That's not but an I, option. They take some okay. liberties. No, they can't. That's going to be the part. <laughs> that's, that's not gonna be how the, the hypothetical no, works. That's going to be the twist because what's going to happen is, is everyone's going to think it's all made up bullshit anyway because it's about me. <laughs> that's so, true. Yeah. Also, I want the movie to be made in 1992 and I want to be played by Matt Damon and Alton Brown. <laughs> yeah. Switch off each scene. <laughs> no, no, no. I want, I, want, I, want one, I want Matt Damon to play Lee George Cade and I want Alton Brown to play Tom Cade and then the two... They'll they'll oh. do the whole bit where they were lost in Las Vegas on a lot of acid trying to stop a wedding, and that's a two hour movie. Ooh, <laughs> it's, okay. it's a it's a great movie. I I start in it. I remember, and uh, it's going to start with them hiding a bottle of wine in a heater vent, and it's going to end with them finding a bottle of wine in a different heater vent. <laughs> the mm. same wow. bottle of wine. Wow. No. Oh darn. <laughs> David Lynch directing. <laughs> you know, yes. If it's 1992 David Lynch, yes. If mm -hmm. it's right now David Lynch, no, because he'll just yell a lot and be confused. I need Alton to look at the script again. This, this, here's, here's, my, here's my impersonation of David Lynch the day Angelo Badalamente died. Today's weather, 72. Angelo Badalamente. Tune in tomorrow. <laughs> Is that really what he did? <laughs> I believe it. Uh, I, I huh? do want to address one of, uh, what, some, something in the comments or the chat uh, yes. about Tarantinoing uh, anything. No. Absolutely not. I don't know if this comment was directed at me, but if there's going to be a director that is going to like be loose with the N-word, it's going to be... <laughs> That's Tarantino. Yeah, No, but I, I don't want that in my yeah. shit. You know, mm. I want to, I want to, I want a black director for that because the last thing I need is that inglorious bastard doing some shit. <laughs> uh, Shannon, uh, big budget. Okay, <laughs> I want it completely insane. David Harbor. Uh, but no, like the one sticking point I'd have that I will would die on the hill mm. is that. Um, uh, the actor that plays uh, Red Foreman on uh, um, oh, on that seventy show? show, yeah, has to play my dad. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so you did the same thing I did. I cast my dad right away, yeah. uh, Ted Levine. Hmm. Yeah, he, he was. He, I saw him playing a cowboy, and he was. I like that's my dad. I, that is, he's. It's like he followed my dad around. Talked like him and everything. So I said, Ted Levine's got to be my dad. Uh, the so, big budget one for me because it's got to be more interesting than anything happening in my real life. That was the other thing that I was thinking. I was like, my documentary would be so boring. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about the the dad casting. I mean, I, my stepdad could be played by Jeff Bridges, and my, my biological father could be played by any drifter in the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. You got another one, Rebecca? Um, I, I do, yeah. Um, okay. Also, again, the reference is going to be a little dated. Um, but just go. <clears throat> just go with it. Earth is about to be struck by a mammoth meteor. Though no one knows exactly what will happen, most of scientists assume life on Earth will be totally altered and potentially eliminated. Everyone on the planet is freaking out. But suddenly, you receive a bizarre email. The government demands that you must fly to Washington, D.C. immediately by order of the president. The email message includes a first-class plane ticket. Once you arrive at the airport, military police confiscate your cell phone and wordlessly transport you to a secret hangar that houses twelve or 10 massive space shuttles. You are escorted onto one of the ships. Not counting the crew, there are 24 equally confused people waiting on board, and you recognize a few of these people instantly. Bill Gates, the musician Prince, and Oprah Winfrey. When the individual, when the, I know it's old, uh, (laughs) when the individuals you don't recognize begin talking and interacting with one another, it becomes clear that all of them are brilliant scientists, consequential artists, or extremely wealthy political figures. The ship's captain informs all of the passengers that the space shuttle will be leaving Earth in two hours. He does not say where it's going, although he does insist that anyone who wants to remain on Earth is free to stay behind. You are 90% certain you've been selected for this trip by mistake. Do you remain on board? And if you do, how will he explain your presence to the other passengers you have no idea if admitting your true identity will disqualify you from traveling i have clarifying questions are these, <laughs> okay are these mammoth meteors really big meteors or are their meteors being piloted by mammoths they are actually <laughs> really large mammoths yeah, that so are that's, just hurtling okay. towards earth i was so, gonna say a meteor made out of mammoths would just burn up in the atmosphere they're not so, very dense it's not like okay. iron as an anti-establishment anarchist, I'm not even getting on the plane. Like, no, pres- no president's bringing me to D.C. I don't care. And if I did get on that shuttle and I saw Prince, I'd freak out because he's been gone for a while. I That's said disregard the outdated references. I, uh, <laughs> also, I was, did Prince did Prince really die? Well, if he's well, okay. If I get on a shuttle, and it's like Oprah Winfrey. Isn't it Bill Gates and and Prince, and they're like, "Come with us to the future." I just. You know, I assume that I. But still that's also that only one acid. ship that you're on. There's ten <laughs> other ships, ten and this spaceships. ship just happens is, to have. This Bill is Gates an easy. Oprah. I was going to say this is an easy answer. You get on the damn ship because there's the ship. clearly nothing that's going to save the Earth. You know, this is this is this is space shuttles that are heading somewhere to. You know, this is the last of humanity, and who knows? Oprah and I might have a baby. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm with Carrie. I'm with Carrie, dog. Because that was the first thing I was on. thinking. I'm like, yeah, this is an opportunity to repopulate the earth shit. I might get with Oprah. I might, <laughs> might give me some Lewinsky. You feel yeah. me? Like, it's I, uh, so. I mean, here's the thing. Once you get on the ship, you don't have to justify your place because you're already in space. What are they going to do? Throw you out? Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. And I know if that many, you watch with... the expanse, you know they're throwing you no, out. But you get uh, yeah. What do they call that? Spaced? You get spaced. Yep. yep. Well, I uh, I definitely I'm am certified. I'm a, I have a lot of qualifications. <laughs> my, like my y'all need somebody is... to run this shit. Exactly. My thing is they they're always gonna need someone to laugh at, a normie, you know, to yeah. laugh yeah. at. Listen, and B, I'll be a, who's gonna I'll help be a them run? Yeah, I'll help them run their podcasts. I mean, they're going to want to start podcasts <laughs> in space. I'm, Is Roy Wood Jr. on this shuttle? I'm good. <laughs> I'm staying behind and Bill Bixby walking my ass home. Yeah, I, I'm getting on the ship because if there's one thing to know about me, I am forever on the quest of living forever. If I was given the opportunity of immortality, I would take it in a heartbeat. Like, this is just another step in me looking to preserve my life as long as possible. You yeah. just want all that hot space shuttle gossip. I just do want all the hot space shuttle yeah. gossip. Hot space gossip. If they start to question me, I'll just be like, "I here's the email. I this is not my. I received yeah. an email. That's all I you received the ticket. This yeah. is on y'all. You're gonna, clearly, you're gonna, bet, you're gonna Benoit Blanc your way into your invitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just, well, clearly, I'll I got these like, childish puzzles. Well, I don't. I don't know why I'm on your spaceship. Uh, well, but say, I, I'll say some. Say, <laughs> say some. Benoit Blanc's there to solve the murders that will inevitably occur. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the next thing I know, I look up and Prince is dead. I... <laughs> Again. Well, for, Again. I received an email telling me to go to the Dulles Airport, and all of a sudden I'm on the ship with Bill Gates and Prince, who I thought died years ago. Mm-hmm. It's very peculiar. Very peculiar. All right. Uh, <laughs> Tony, did you did you have something? <laughs> I got much less fun stuff so i should have gone first um oh dang <laughs> top 10 you lists. never want to follow rebecca that's I just know. Oh, sorry i didn't get an answer this one. Oh, shannon oh, yes yeah. go ahead uh 
I would just ask him, can I bring the dog? <laughs> that was, yeah. You know? Did the dog get an email? <laughs> I'm like, can I, can I bring the dog? If they say, yeah, I'll go, yeah, I got nothing else fucking going on. <laughs> that was what I thought too. I was like, well, is my wife coming? Can I bring her? Uh, <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe that makes me a bad person because I would abandon everything in the search for immortality. See you, husband. Don't care. Off of the sleep. You cannot if you are immortal. boy. If you are immortal, you have to learn to let go of these relationships. That's what I'm saying. That's right. That's why Vandal Savage got nice clothes. I don't even know if that makes sense, but that's what was in my heart when I said. I laughed at it. He invested early on. Yeah, you know? I was just like, my brain was like, say something about Vandal Savage. I was like, okay, brain. Okay. It, it applies. It will apply, I promise. All right. Yeah, I, I wouldn't get on the ship. I'm, I'm going to stand by that. I wouldn't get on the ship. All I, right. I've seen my shit. I can, well, I'm, I'm ready I to go. If Rebecca I was going to have my place. Yeah, if yeah. I was going to stay, I would try to go wherever, as close as I could get to the impact site as possible so that you go, you know, instantly with the meteor. I will. I will just say this: if we are all like, if we all get the same email, hell, like, I'd be, I'd be sitting there in the same, like, right next to Rebecca, being like, "Hey, they coming to save us, Estrasher!" Estrasher, Chris Hemsworth's across the aisle from us. I'm just, I'm just getting a suit, Stratocaster, and a samurai sword. You guys will never see me again. You like Woody Harrelson in that movie 2012, where he's on top of the mountain and he's just like total full on crazy. I just- I just think it's fascinating that the government thinks that Geek Show needs to be saved. I- <laughs> who else? Who else will talk about? That's right. The ner- <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, Tony, what you got? I got some top ten. Li- everyone likes lists, right? Oh, oh everyone lists. loves lists. Yeah, yes. we love lists. Wow. So, uh, Rebecca hypothesized the world was ending, and it came true. <laughs> hey, my my lists aren't that bad. Um, Nickelback, Nickelback, Nickel, is Nickelback on this shuttle? Well, my first list was the top ten Nickelback songs, but I oh guess I'll God. just skip over that. Nickelback's uh, on the shuttle, and it's the equivalent of a pig party where guys bring the ugliest girls they can find to a party. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, so I got two top ten lists. Which one do you want? Uh, first, we have the TV top ten most persuasive TV ads of all time. Of yeah. all time. Well, according mm. to uh, TopTens.net, anyway. Okay. And the other one is the TV critics top ten top ten list. Did my dad write that? <laughs> no, it's on Metacritic. This oh. one's interesting because I'm a fan of data sets, and this one takes all of the TV critics top 10 list for 2022 oh. and applies a point value to each of their picks and averages that out to nerd. see which yeah nerd big time <laughs> which one data uh, is beautiful do that one first and then do the ad one okay so okay. so the way this one works is um it is the top 10s of top 10s so uh, let's see. Note: If a critic uh, ranks more than standard ten TV shows, they don't include blah blah blah. So basically, they assign uh, three points for a first place ranking on a critic's list. Thank you, Rebecca. Two points on the second place ranking. One point for the third place ranking on the TV critics list, and point five for anything four to ten. And they average it all out. And here is your top winners. We'll start at okay. ten and go up from there because who starts at one i'm not an animal exactly (laughs) (laughs) number 10 10th highest regarded list uh tv show of 2022 according to tv critics house of the dragon was number Hmm. 10. i think i disagree with that but that's okay i have not seen it well you're not a you're not a compendium of all of the different tv critics yeah i i watched two episodes and checked out I finished it. I thought it was. I, I finished it without realizing I finished it. I watched mm. the last episode and I'm like, oh, that's it. Yeah. Um, what's interesting too is they also have the average score of the uh, of the TV show next to it as well. So House of the Dragon ranked number ten in overall top ten lists, but it only scored an average of sixty nine percent according to critics. Hmm. Nice. <laughs> uh, number nine, great pick, Barry on HBO. Oh, a show I watch. Very... Fantastic yes. show, yeah. I Number need to eight. Watch that third season. That, oh. that last that last season just gutted me. It, yeah, was, it was great. It was fantastic. Number eight, also fantastic show, Abbott Elementary, 
number yes. eight yeah. song is oh. it's perfect. I'm still afraid to watch it. It's no, <laughs> it's so good. good. You'll it's love real it, man. Good. And especially since they have the first season and uh, and midway through the second, if you just binge it, you'll love it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. And then uh, number seven, controversial pick. I think I agree with it though. The rehearsal was number seven. Did you guys watch the rehearsal? I, I did. refuse because I, I don't like Nathan Fielder. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, I, I watched it, but yeah, I didn't. I never finished it, but it, it's psychotic. It's crazy. <laughs> it's, like it, it is. Was very. It was very cringy. Yeah. I I watched ten minutes of the first episode and I remembered I don't like Nathan Fielder, so I just stopped <laughs> watching. Oh yeah, I hate this guy. Click. <laughs> right. I think it's so annoying. I, uh, no. Oh. And I, the reason I don't like it, it's so, um, it makes me look bad when I say this, um, because I'm already very outgoing and know how to talk to people and <laughs> I'm not embarrassed in situations easily. <laughs> um, I had a hard time relating to the show. And so yeah. oh, I, I see, I see. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I felt bad for the brother and like I was the, the black dude that they had on the first episode. I was like the whole time I'm like, I feel sorry for this dude. Not because of like he's so ashamed of this, but because who the fuck is his barber? Like, why did he have that? Hair? Like the whole time, I'm like, Dude. Was, was he the guy that was the the pub trivia pub guy? Yeah, I was okay, like, yeah. who hit you with this cut, bro? Like, this shit is sad. Like, that's funny. That, where's that special episode of rehearsal? Uh, number six, White Lotus. Which I yeah. agree with. Okay, this this okay. season of White Lotus was really good. All my it friends really keep telling good. me to watch it. I like the first season better, but uh, this is good. I yeah. liked the end of the second season an awful lot, though. Jay, I made Cat watch it because I needed someone to talk about it with. Gosh, she mm -hmm. talks to me about because this I shit couldn't all the time. because I couldn't message Carrie and be like, Portia dresses like Lizzie McGuire if she was an adult because he's not going to get that <laughs> reference. <laughs> My wife, Thank my you. wife will hear Jennifer Coolidge, and I already know she's in. Thank interested. you. Thank you for sparing me those texts. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, that's funny. All right. Dark Dark Horse candidate for number five, uh, Reservation Dogs. Oh, I oh, love good. This show. season good show. was fantastic as well. I yeah. love that show. I actually work with a lady who is uh, Indigenous American and from that area, and she's just like, it's the best show. It's the best show on TV. Oh, yeah? Yeah, super good. And then uh, number four, a uh, geek show favorite, The Bear. Yeah. Yes. Stressful <laughs> show. Yeah, very stressful show. Too many show. to go orders. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can't watch that show. Yeah, no, I never uh, finished I, I it. Bet. It was yeah. too stressful, yeah. but There's I no did There's no real bears it. in it. No, no, no. Oh, I forgot uh, you had a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. it's the restaurant piece. Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody asked what we do for Thanksgiving, and I was like, after owning a restaurant for eight years and doing Thanksgiving to go orders, no, we don't. We just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> number three, top three now. Andor, number three. Yeah. Yeah. Great show. Number three, huh? Yeah. Wow. Number three. Hoping Yellow Jackets I mean, and Severance are the top two. I mean, oh. I'm, I'm honestly surprised it's on the list, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. What do you mean you're Number surprised it's on the list? Well, there was I've a been... time when our shit never got on lists. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Number two. Anyone want to guess what number two is? Severance. Secession. Nope. nope. Six, oh, not Secession. Secession um, was, that was phenomenal, though. Yeah. Um, it's... Um... <sighs> Battlestar Galactica. We yes. got it. No, it's not that. <laughs> Star Galactica. Uh, Better Call Saul, final season, oh. number two. Oh, I, mean, I guess. Ob. Yeah. Great, yeah. great no. final season. And I just love that shit. Who, <laughs> who wants to guess the number one? Severance. Got it. It's Severance. Yep. Severance. Severance is number one. I can't believe yeah. Yellow Jackets isn't on there. I know. I think Yellow Jackets should have been on the list as well. Shit. Yellow Jackets oh, need to be on more lists. It, it didn't even make, according to this, the top 30. It's not on here, so Who's not watching really, I don't know what's up with that because Yellow Jackets just absolutely hooked me from the get go. Oh, absolutely, so good. And uh, season two, they uh, they've already agreed to season three already too. Oh, okay, so, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, but but uh, Severance was uh, was really good. I can't wait for ne next season. I don't know where you take it. That's that's my question. Do you remember the cliffhanger ended on though? Yeah, oh, they man. set it up real nice. Yeah, it's I'm excited. <laughs> All right. all right, and do we want to do the top 10 most persuasive ads of all time? I'd love to see if I was persuaded by any of these ads. Okay. Every to me, ad ever. This list reads as top most annoying ads of all time. Well, that's uh, how honestly. they get you. That's how they're successful, they is if they're be. annoying. 
Number 10, Frankenberry. Yes, it, it worked on me. Fresh means fresher. Is Mentos on this list? Uh, Mentos is not on this list, but it should is, be. Is the one where is the one where the mummy runs into the Draclea and one has chocolate and the other one has peanut butter and they're like, oh no, you got <laughs> chocolate in my peanut butter. Hey, wait, what about, yeah. what about Draculia? Draclea. Draculia. the beef. No. Uh, so one thing to keep in mind, though, is this is, you know, of all time since television began. So okay. some of these are oh, going to be older. Okay. Some of these are going to be sure sorry. to drink your Ovaltine. Before, before you get into it, I have to side with Egg, egg Foo. The, uh, the Quiznos sponge monkeys, they got to be oh, on there. Oh, they were so funny. I loved those. Anyway. All right. Number 10. Number 10. And this one got me. I, my family invested in this for my poor skin. Proactive, oh. man. Come on. Yep, that was number yeah. ten. Mm. Uh, I can't say that it was great or that it even really worked, but we bought it a few times. <laughs> I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood when that nigga commercials dropped. Man, that that shit was all over Pacific somewhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, we'll look at the their their spokespeople: Katy Perry, Vanessa yeah. Williams, Jessica Simpson, Lindsay Lohan, Justin Bieber. Who are uh, those people? P. Diddy, I guess, was or some on there shit. as well. Because you're not in the target market, Lee. Yeah. It was, It was. Uh, you were already out of that phase of your life when, Who's <laughs> when Proactive was. It's like life had already passed you by. by <laughs> so what's That's, next? Number nine, Nair. And uh, okay. they have these commercials. You'll have to, uh, maybe I'll, I'll put a link somewhere. In oh, they had the, the who likes short shorts, we like short shorts in their commercial. Who likes yeah. short shorts, yeah. Nair likes short yeah. shorts. Shannon uh, loves short shorts. It didn't persuade me. It didn't persuade me to buy any Nair, but I enjoyed that commercial. See, there you go. <laughs> and this also includes some of the, uh, you know, TV infomercials as well, because number eight on the list, George Foreman Grill. I got one. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Who who do you know that doesn't have a George Foreman Grill? At least or at least some version of a I George had that Foreman joint. Grill. Okay. You don't have a panini Paninis machine all the time. No. Yeah, that's basically what it is, is a panini oh. machine. It's uh, a panini machine, yeah. You oh, know I what can't that wait till we get to herbal essences on this. I can't wait till we get to the Freedom Rock ad, because that sold a shitload of Freedom Rock. Turned it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, Jack LaLanne's power juicer. Damn straight. My mom had one. <laughs> yep, this was this was an older commercial. That so. old bastard would like haul boats around San Francisco Harbor with his teeth. So everybody's yeah. like, oh, I, I gotta buy that juicer so I can be strong like him. He was oh, like toke. the king of calisthenic workouts kind of a yeah. thing back in his day. Yeah. So um yep, there Pretty was the, the juicer. <laughs> Number six, this one was like a flash pan, uh, this product, but the Slender Tone System Abs, the ab machine that would shock your abs so you oh, were working on it while you were sitting there. That, that mm -hmm. commercial was amazing. Hook me up. <laughs> yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> but give me a workout the, uh, without having to work out. So this gives me hope for the Thighmaster. <laughs> oh, here I we go. Here, okay. I know Susan. the shake weight got to be on here. Okay, oh, this Celtic one. Celtic woman. Classic. Nobody in the 90s and probably 80s will ever forget the commercials for the clapper. You oh. got <laughs> yeah. Yep. Clap on, clap, on. clap off. And there's the always and that old lady where she's lying in bed, it's like she's angry. <laughs> yeah. She's so angry. She gets Turn off. <laughs> I'm going to sleep. Or <laughs> she was clapping off with her husband's oxygen. She's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> And then another classic from the '90s, the Gazelle with Tony Little. That that uh, thing that was a precursor to the elliptical, where you would oh, just like run in place okay, and there was yeah, no yeah, weight yeah. resistance. The Gazelle. Well, they don't have the they don't have the ab glider on there. They don't. Uh, no. So, so uh, now we're down to the top three. Who wants to okay. guess number three? Herbal essences. Not Herbal Essence, not, not Thighmaster. Uh, oh, 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 I bet oh, Herbal oh. Essence is number one. Psychic Friend Network. <laughs> nope. ShamWow. The ShamWow. The yeah. ShamWow. It's, it's ShamWow, man. His yeah. name's Peter Smith. All I can say is ShamWow. No, no, no. no, no. Oh, then I bet OxyClean uh, Vince, or Vince anything Offer, Bobby Mays. I think. Are there, any, uh, are there any Ron Poole Peel products on here? Like uh, No, but these should have been on there. Uh, number, right. Billy Mays. Billy Mays. Num I'm Billy Mays. Two. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna guess number two. Number two. It was uh Body on Tap, the shampoo with beer in it. 
It's real. real. Look it up. Look oh, it up. man. It's real. See, and I don't think I know what number two is. Uh, the Q-ray is what it's called. A ring. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, it was one of those one of those bands that you put on your arm that's supposed to give you pain relief. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that, this just, is number yeah. two. I've never even heard bond. of this. I'm predicting number one. Okay, what's number one? Floby. Herbal essences. Uh, you're, you're in the right Floby? era of Floby. Yeah. The Bowflex. Bowflex oh, is number yeah. one. Bowflex. Yeah. This list, yeah, I, I don't Bowflex. like it. Yeah, it's I don't stupid. like it. Trash. See, this, obviously, <laughs> this, this, obviously, this list. Obviously, this list was not written by stoned guys in the nineties. That's what I was going to say. This list is very subjective. Yeah. So, you know, it's... I really, I wanted that the Shirley Temple box set. <laughs> oh, I remember those ads for sure. Oh my Jeez. god. Yeah. yeah but, oh, Dr. Paul's right. If the slap chop is not on it, it's a fake list. Slap right? chop should have been on there because the, it's the same guy, the ShamWow guy. I mean, you know, yeah. he should be and on there that, twice if you ask me. You had me. like Cher actually survived the entirety of the 90s by doing infomercials. We had um I, I you know if you're not doing what was Dionne warwick doing in the 90s she had infomercials i just remember uh, all psychic these she's a psychic, psychic hotline uh, that's yeah. Fire. Yeah. yeah that stuff was nuts and that's the stuff that you know burned out stoners like me were watching yep I'm and, who's, and like right. lee said who would ever forget suzanne summers in the thigh master oh who right can? who could forget Not suzanne me. summers <laughs> uh all right let's go around the room and everybody tell me what your favorite uh geek item thing or whatever it doesn't even have to be geek related your favorite thing of this year that is oh, over now is this a sorry, one Carrie. thing or is this a list sorry sorry Carrie. i brought you can do I a brought list. three okay i brought three. You can yeah, do I brought four whatever you'd like yeah. i brought three three i, actually, I have I brought, a really long list four. that i need to whittle down yeah same i'm actually looking at it. i'm like well okay. who wants to you go, go lee go first go. okay all right so my favorite movie and this is a hard one because I really liked another movie an awful lot, but uh, Violent Night ended up losing out. To really? Everything. I loved Violent I saw, Night. I we watched it on Christmas. It was great. Yeah, it's an amazing movie. I mean, it's like Rachel says, "This is what would happen if I was Santa," and she's right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but Everything Everywhere All at Once is my top movie of 2022. Good one. Uh, an amazing one. movie and a movie that I think defied all expectations because that shit is weird and most people don't do weird well so also yes. uh fantastic for uh, everybody involved <coughs> in the making of that movie so happy to see that um as far as books the uh latest tamson muir book of the gideon the ninth series just came out um and i absolutely love that whole world and animation cyberpunk edge runners was Ooh, yeah. my absolute Favy fave of 2022, and then in video games, I'm giving a tie between Stray and Dark Tide, which Ooh, were yeah. fantastically fun Stray. games. Stray was Stray. Stray lived up to the hype. I don't think mm -hmm. people saw how good Stray was going to be until it came out, and people were like, "Yes, I want to be a kitty." I want so, to be a kitty. But it also has it also has an amazing story that goes along. It has with a it. fantastic story, and you find yourself being greatly moved, and you really want that kitty to survive. And this camera angle really shows how broken my nose is <laughs> i was surprised that you went with cyberpunk edge runners over arcane arcane was 2021 yeah. was it that's, that's right so. yeah oh okay so uh, but arcane, i mean it's just two good years for animation yeah, for and sure both on netflix which is really weird and both so. video game adaptations yes yeah which takes so. me back to this keep it animated because it works yeah so yeah can i can i ask you what would you leave in 2022 like what would like what, did what you would not I care leave in twenty two? Yeah, I think that's a good question, Jay, and thank you. Uh, I I would actually leave the pressure to keep up on things because yeah, boy. What, what I have found is <laughs> I'm experiencing Star Wars fatigue, and it hit me when I tried to watch Andor the other night, and I know it's so a good nobody show. mentioned it to him ever again. No, I, okay, we've had we've had comments on the comment section about have I watched mm -hmm. it yet? It's a fun meme, guys. I love it, but what it's really come down to is we used to go a decade between Star Wars projects. Wow. Now yeah. we're getting three or four a year, and mm -hmm. I'm actually burned out on my favorite thing. Like, and not every, only am I... every time there's a, an Andor meme that Lee hasn't seen it, he gets further and further away from ever watching it. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> and it, I mean, I want to watch it. I just You're pushing wanna, him away I, when you do that. No, I kind of want to miss Star Wars again. Like, it just won't go away long enough for me to miss it. <laughs> That's the thing. You can't miss what's never gone. 
Right. Well, that, yeah, like, but bet- like between like all the shows that come out, not only that, yeah. but all the High Republic stuff that's been coming out, the comics, the yep. books. Yeah. It's there's a so lot. much to keep up. To go, oh, there's upkeep. Go, it's like watering a plant. Yeah, we used to go years between shitty Del Rey books. It's just like I just kind of want to take a break, and when I wake up, I know there's going to be like a thousand hours of Star Wars to catch up on, and that's where I'm at. I just kind of want to take a break from it, and I'm tired of the pressure that I get from everyone, and everyone gives everyone pressure about this stuff. Hey, did you yeah. see the latest Marvel project? Hey, why didn't you watch She-Hulk? Well, you know what? Maybe I maybe I had a hard time coming out have of the pandemic. Have you seen Wakanda or... forever, Jay? Yeah. Like, <laughs> have you, Jay? I mean, yeah. So, and that's my yes. gift to everybody, and I'm glad you brought it up, Jay. I really am glad you brought it up. That's that's what I hope that I could actually leave behind, and also what my gift to everyone is. Is it's okay to just to say, no, I'm I'm waiting. I'm gonna yeah. wait. I'm gonna wait until I miss it because I know I'll enjoy it when I miss it. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to just grudge watch Andor. You know, I don't. I don't want you to. I no. want you to have like a full appreciation for Andor because it is no, really like. I, just the I best know Star it's Wars. good. I know it's good. Some of the smartest people you guys right here have told me how much you loved it and i i want to share that with you but i i want to be in the right mood for it you know so all right that's cool. uh who's next i'll go if you guys are still whittling right. down yeah i think rebecca's still whittling well i mean i could figure uh, if like i'm at a restaurant i could figure it out when the waitress gets to me she's deleting like six spreadsheets right now i don't want to right. go after rebecca again let me go next yeah you uh, so mine are kind of more broad. Uh, there's some geek related stuff, but it's kind of just things in 2022 that I thought were really cool. Uh, number one is in 2022, we, we got to see finally what the James Webb telescope was capable of doing after, yeah. in, after launch. some and who, really cool stuff. Who saw him firing everybody at DC while he was at it? I don't know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Some of the, some of the pictures that they've been able to take and show off James have just been him. just phenomenal. Um, also, uh, the CHIPS Act, if you guys have heard of that, um, was signed into, uh, into law this year. $250 billion in uh, government you know, push and, and uh, subsidies and stuff to bring microchip manufacturing back to uh, the U.S., which is something we sorely need. And I'm really glad that the uh, government is putting its money where its mouth is so that we are not reliant on other countries for our technology this isn't gadget spot hey hey come on now (laughs) uh okay fine number three (laughs) out of four uh dc unlimited ultra subscription that they they announced this year where for 100 bucks a year i think it's a little bit more if you didn't sign up early but you get all the same cool stuff as the regular infinite uh but then you get also a massive amount of graphic novels from the other imprints that DC had back in the 90s and early 2000s like Vertigo and Wildstorm and stuff like that and then as well you get one only a one month lag time between when the comic book hits the stands and when it's, it's available on, on your app yeah so i've nice. i've been really enjoying that i'm reading uh Transmetropolitan right now oh. such a good series oh it's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. And then last but definitely not least is uh, I don't th- I think this was out before 2022 but it finally became widely available ghost energy drinks. <laughs> you can get them almost anywhere now but they are a brand of energy drinks that are absolutely delicious and sugar free. They have uh, Swedish fish flavor like actual tie in with these candy companies. Swedish fish, watermelon warhead, sour green apple warhead. Uh, Sour Patch Kids Red, Sour Patch Kids Blue, just just phenomenal, phenomenal energy drinks. You know, on the, note of, happy for you, Tony. <laughs> on the note of on the note of you and energy drinks, uh-huh. if you folks listening have not watched Tony and Rebecca's kids' table reviews of Mountain Dew, um, <laughs> it is the single most wholesome bit of holiday yeah. entertainment you can ever watch because these two seriously spent twenty minutes going over how yucky one of the Mountain Dew drinks is, <laughs> and I was just sitting there funny. painting miniatures, listening to them go like, ah, bad, 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 the and I'm like, if I were at Mountain Dew right now, I'd be throwing all the sponsorship money at you going please tell us what's good and what's candle wax and, and we would just, do it it's just it's just wholesome family entertainment so i was getting i was given a can of that fruit quake oh and i said no fucking thank you it's not good man it's not good i heard it's fruit punch with spices in it mm-hmm. if anybody exactly. gives it to you again say no fucking quake you no. hey. i get it oh that's it for me all right who's next I can Jay? go real quick. Oh, okay. Okay, Shannon, you got it. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, God, my favorite things um, of the year. Uh, Book of Boba Fett. And I'm, I'm calling it because it came out on the 28th. You yeah. know? Uh, God, I loved it. It was good to see Boba Fett do some stuff. Yeah. I which liked is it. also why I loved uh, uh, Obi Wan. Oh, yeah. Because it's rad to see Obi Wan do some stuff. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Darth Vader do some stuff. Um, I also loved uh, uh, Book of Boba Fett because um, there was a little. It was like a little three-part episode of the Mandalorian stuck in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Let me pull this up again. Uh, just loved Bros, and I love that it makes people so uncomfortable. Bros <laughs> uh, is so good. And I think the mo- one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen is uh, Peacemaker. Oh, oh, peace! I forgot yeah. about peacemaker. Peacemaker does technically count, even though it premiered in December of last year. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, all right. That's good, it. Good. Uh, good. Jay, good list. Yeah. Um. There were a lot of things that I enjoyed about 2022. Like, uh, I'll I'll go uh, right off the bat. Nas, one of my favorite rappers, released another masterpiece called King Disease Three, and it's great. And one of my second favorite, uh, or one of my top five favorite MCs, um, Kendrick Lamar released a great album that I really enjoyed, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Like that album, Sonic. It's a good album. It is a really good album that un- that breaks down uh, black men going to therapy, normalizing oh, that, nice. like black trauma, black intimacy, and talk, discuss, like unpacking what was interracial. Uh, interracial dating like it's a dope album that has so many layers to it that I really appreciated um, Metro Boomin uh, who's a great producer released a great album called Heroes and Villains that I absolutely love and the best part about it if you listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music they have the instrumental version to it and oh. like the instrumentals alone are sonically just really really cool um, probably um, my two favorite like if I had to really put up my like Movies that I really just was like, whoa, should I really want to watch that? In no particular order, um, I'm going to go Glass Onion, X, Barbarian, mm-hmm. The uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, <laughs> um, Everything All at Once, and uh, finally Wakanda Forever. I will say this, I know I've been very tight-lipped about Wakanda Forever. Uh, I think it's a great movie that explores how uh, the African-American community and African community process grief. I think it was healthy to see a, a very strong black woman grieve the loss of her loved one and do something productive, like, I don't know, start a school and yeah. like help others. And that's how she processed, like she just went away and processed all of her grief. She didn't like, you know, most people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, when they grieve, they uh, they like, I don't know, take an entire town hostage against their will. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so fuck that problematic character. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I would like to see that character gone in 2023. Uh, you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, TV-wise, House of Dragon, Doom Patrol, always great. Abbott Elementary, Andor. Loot was great. Is a feel good. Is a fun thing on Apple TV. Apple TV mm-hmm. is my favorite streaming app for this year. Severance. Yep. We got. Yeah. We um, there was C that I enjoyed. I know that was like three three seasons deep. Um, Solar Opposites again. Oh. I love it. It's better than Rick and Morty. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Harley Quinn. Yeah. Always love it. And Peacemaker. I'm with you, Shannon. Dope. Um, I I I did enjoy the sports of the World Cup, the sports aspect of it. I enjoyed that. The politics, we can get into that later. And then the biggest thing, I still, I hate that we had to, that this had to go all the way up to Congress, but I'm glad that it is protected, the Respect for Marriage Act, because people should be allowed to love whoever 
they want to love. And so I'm glad that we took care of that. Leave Scarlet Witch in, the, in 2022. Fuck everything else. Well, I think she died. Huh? Well. Well. She Maybe. might have died. I think she, I think she fell under. I think a mountain fell on her. Um, I mean, I hope so. Body. I, 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 I hate that character. She's the Karen of the Marvel <laughs> universe. Uh, I had, you know, you guys covered most of my list. I haven't gone. Oh, Rebecca. I'm so, I, I'm so sorry. No, um, go. Uh, just real quick, same same movies, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, RRR, uh, Barbarian. RRR is ridiculous. Earlier in the year, I said Moonfall was movie of the year 2022, and I still stand by it. Um, some other movies that I do want to mention that came out this year that I really loved. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Um, Studio 666, the Foo Fighters horror movie. Um, <laughs> Jay mentioned Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Um, so fun. Prey. Loved Prey. Oh, yeah. Prey was cool. Um, and the Woodstock documentaries. Oh, um, yes. Loved those. Um, yeah. Two things that are kind of non-specific uh the first one is the old 97s appearing in the guardians of the galaxy holiday special really meant the world to me uh and then the big one this year um 2022 was the year i started watching star trek and yeah. i started with strange new worlds and uh just some truly phenomenal stuff and nice. that's my list oh <laughs> yeah uh, you, you discovering yeah. Star Trek was one of my favorite things of. I loved yeah, that. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I loved that. Uh, I had uh, quite a f uh, quite a few. You guys covered most of them. I'm gonna tack on. Marvel and DC Comics, mostly Marvel though, has been releasing uh, print versions of old comics, mm -hmm. and these are these are uh, you know like this one for example. This is the first appearance of Black Panther in the Fantastic Four. And what's great about it is they're just complete reprints. With the, with the ads and everything. With the, the old ads, ads oh, cool. and Stan nice. Soapbox and, and all that. I mean, you know, it, it, I just love these. And what's great about them is after you read them, you take that stroll down memory lane. Oh, here's the Fantastic Four fan page. Um, <laughs> then I've been framing them and hanging them up on my wall. Uh, so it's just it's it's just been such an enjoyable thing. Look, there's Starro in the Justice League. Yes, you know, and on the back, uh, win a big prize. You know, okay. I <laughs> want to win a big prize. So how much so, are they charging for those reprints? They're four, four dollars. <laughs> you know, Inflation. original price. Original price is like twelve cents. You know, Inflation, but, uh, <laughs> guys, come on. <laughs> yeah. But I've I've been enjoying those. Um, also, um, uh, I got new Star Trek for six months yeah this entire year yeah there was some new star trek for me for at least six months and that's not just strange new worlds that was uh you know the lower discovery. decks prodigy discovery uh you know all of that picard, I, I got picard i got yeah. all this fresh star trek uh which was lovely um my the thing that brought me the most joy <laughs> is a twitter feed it's at cat dancing. Yeah, and, the little cat dancing. <laughs> and all it is is this guy takes these songs and puts them in front of the cat, you know, bobbing his head. Oh yeah, okay. And what's great about it is I'm discovering a lot of music that is from my era that I, I didn't, I didn't know. You know? Okay. And and the, it works with every song that he puts <laughs> up. My favorite, like, right. my favorite is the one from Andor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's one of like Hey Arnold doing the same thing. It's, just, <laughs> hey, it's, it's Arnold from Hey Arnold just sitting on the at like in a bus seat, and he's mm -hmm. just got headphones on listening to music, and they just play. It's one of my favorite accounts. I forget the name, but it's it's dope. But man. I just love this because he also the guy who runs this Twitter account also retweets you know classic videos, you know like Talking mm -hmm. Heads and things like that. So uh, that's been a wonderful thing. But my favorite geek thing of the year has been Disney Plus. Mm. Uh, it has given us so much this year that I didn't think that we would ever get. A very unexpected Werewolf by Night, for sure. Yeah, Werewolf by Night is an example. Yeah. I never thought we'd get that. Of a Moon Knight series. As yeah. We, we oh, yeah, laughed about totally it. Totally enjoyed Moon Knight. I forgot the, I We laughed about it, but we got it, and it was excellent. Mm. She-Hulk. Mm. We got a She-Hulk series, and yeah. it was excellent. 
the Marvel stuff that they did as well. I, I mean, not not just the Marvel stuff. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Did we ever think we'd get something like that? Yeah. But the Star Ms. Wars Marvel, stuff. Marvel, let's not forget Ms. And Ms. Marvel. Marvel, yes, correct. All of that. And it was all good. It was mm-hmm. all yeah. good. And then the Star Wars stuff that we got uh, from them. Not just Andor, but the animated stuff. And uh, it, it, it's it's all there. And, you know. Obi-Wan. I, I oh. think, you know, having having Star Wars and Marvel fatigue is a good thing, honestly. Yeah. No, I agree. Because we never had that problem before. No. <laughs> So Disney Plus has been my uh, favorite thing this year uh, for geek stuff. They've just delivered consistently. It's all been good quality stuff. I, all right. I think about the fact that when we when we hit our real twilight years, not just our old fogey years, but when we hit our real twilight years, like we can sit down and say, I'm just going to watch Star Wars until I die, and there will be enough <laughs> of it there that we can. Yeah, you could. Oh. <laughs> you, you easily could. He yeah. died as he lived watching Star watching Wars. Watching Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like that because I'll be honestly, I was, I, I was Team DNR for like a long time, and now I might just say put in Disney Plus, like just put in Disney Plus. Turn it on. Tattoo. Like no, a VR. He's coming it, out of the coma. We put Obi Wan on. No, he's coming out of the coma. Slap that VR and some Star Citizen on that bastard's head, and let's watch mm-hmm. him go out on a lot yeah. of opiates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go uh, for our most unprepared show of the year. Uh, I think we're I think we're good, aren't we? Yep, yep. We covered yeah. everything, right? We got yep. it. Laid it out, All right. guys. Mister B, if you would please. You know, Ham. I don't know why they went that direction with. Uh, Young Justice. Just, it's just terrible. Why'd they have to do that? Why'd they have to ruin Superboy? <laughs> oh, wow, you mean, we got you mean next tit- year, right? You mean Titans? Whatever the, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever the show is. Oh, all right. It's all love. Yeah, I need to go back into a coma. <laughs>